Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello. Thank you for joining me today. It's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day in New York, and it has been cold. And so I'm so grateful for the sunshine, and it always makes me feel more energized. So, yay. And speaking of energized, Mom is getting lots of things done in the other room. She is bathing her dogs. So, again, you might hear weird little noises, and I'm sorry. I apologize. She has taken to, I don't know how long this has been going on, but she has taken to making this sound when she's frustrated and she can't figure out something. And I'm going to back up from the microphone because it's going to be a loud sound. She goes, Whenever she is frustrated, you know, and she can't get something right, particularly like the other night we were in the kitchen and she and her sister had gone off to the TV room to watch something and we could tell the minute that the episode ended because we heard <coughs> and Savannah and I looked at each other and we're like, she can't get the next one. She doesn't know how to do it. And she came clicking down the hallway like, Ugh. I don't know how to find the next one. And we're like, okay, all right, okay. But it was funny. We knew exactly what that was going to be, that sound. And I have been energetic and busy because I'm one of these people who, before I leave for a trip, any trip from my house, I usually do all of the things. And perhaps I mentioned this before, but I'll reiterate. I do all of the things that could possibly need to be done before I come back. As if, you know, God forbid I died on the trip, then everything would be finished. <laughs> no, and that's not how it works. I know in my brain that that's not how it works, but somehow some other part of my brain overrides that. So every dish that has to be washed, every piece of laundry that has to be done, everything that needs to be fixed. And so now not having my own home. Oh, wouldn't you know I'm doing that in my mother's house too. Oh, all of the... Things that I said I would organize for her that I have been saying for the last two years, I am doing them all in these next few days. Oh, God help me. I don't know why I do this to myself. Maybe this traveling thing will break me of this weird obsession once and for all of doing everything for everyone. I don't know. Because it's not like, I mean, I do them and I'm happy that people are happy when I'm, when I'm finished with them, but I also resent it. So it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. I need to pull back from that. And I know it again in my brain. Oh, I got to turn off my brain. I don't know. So one of the things that I am doing is trying to make sure that I get through all of my journals and re read them and make notes and all of that stuff. So I'm going to read to you today from one of the sweetest, sweetest ones. I 
have kept journals that are particularly for my children that will not be for me, that are theirs to keep and enjoy. And we're all about them, each one of them. And God knows how I've had time to write my own journal and then write their journals. I don't know. Their journals are not very complete, but they have entries about every six months that tell what they're like and what they're doing now. And so I'm going to read to you a couple of them from Dakota's journal from when he was little, because this one, this one particular entry immediately follows our moving into our house, our new house on Closter Road. We moved in just before Dakota's second birthday. So here goes. Your second birthday has just passed. I can't believe it. You are such a big, sweet boy. I'll write about that in a minute if I have time. But first, for the day-to-day stuff, as I sit here and watch you play, it's a beautiful, sunny Saturday morning. Your dad and your sweet sister have gone off to a little league game. Ordinarily, we would also be there. But you have chicken pox. Poor little guy. You are covered and miserable with scratching. Yesterday, you were feverish and sad and tired. I felt so sorry for you. You fell asleep in the car, the only place you sleep now since we put you in a big boy bed. And you slept there for a while while I did some gardening nearby. We have moved into our new house at 47 Closter Road, and it's got lots of wonderful room for you to run and play. Right now, we are in the playroom, and you are absorbed in the workings of your newest tiny motorcycles. You say very clearly, mo-cycle. And you will play endlessly with the cars, motorcycles, and trains of any kind, especially if you can drive them onto something, a track or a ramp. Bega says daddy used to do the same thing when he was a little boy. You have the sweetest disposition. You love Savannah so much and you always want to be near her and hugging her. You are very sweet with me and daddy and usually everybody. Whenever someone is saying goodbye, you want to kiss them, even if you just met them. You love to be with other kids. You blend in as though you're dying to be one of the big kids and you're surrounded by a great bunch of kids. I don't worry about you much when we get together with all of our friends because there are always kids who want to take care of you. Anne will carry you around all day if we let her. I don't know how she can, as you must weigh half as much as she does. Your birthday was so much fun, although it came at a crazy time. We had just moved in about a week before, and all of our stuff was in a big mix-up all over the house. But we had the party outside on the lawn, and it was absolutely gorgeous outside. We tied balloons all over the yard, and we spread out a Thomas the Tank Engine tablecloth who's your favorite character these days. When the kids came, you all ran around and played. We pulled you in the wagon and you all climbed all over the swing set. You thought it was great to have a whole bunch of kids over to play all at the same time. So I guess it was a pretty successful party as far as you were concerned. Then we brought out the train-shaped cake and you yelled, birthday! It was perfect. You didn't really eat it, but you thought it was great fun. In any case, Aiden ate enough of it to make up for you. So that was gratifying to me, who slaved over it. Little side note, I made this cake that had a different kind of cake for every little train car. And it had a complete engine with an extra layer on top that made the little square part. And then it had a caboose. And so there was cake flavors for any child who wanted any kind. It was crazy. (laughs) We gave you a Brio train set, the wooden kind that you can put together a hundred different ways. You love it. You walk around and around the table that we set it up on, maneuvering Thomas or Mavis or Henry around and up and down. Before I quit, Savannah just came home and we have to go out on this beautiful day. A few notes. 
Your favorite books are Grandfather Twilight and Where the Wild Things Are, which you ask for by saying, Wild Things! You love the Carl books. Your favorite foods are hot dogs by far. You eat them almost every day. French fries, fruit of almost all kinds, scrambled eggs. The funny thing that you say, though, is you ask for ketchup by saying, Chebic. You always ask for it, even though you don't like it. And then you say wings for swing. You often say words with the first letter at the end. I love you, my sweet, gorgeous son. And then here's one from July. We're in Charlotte for Uncle Ronnie's wedding. We were in Italy for three weeks just before this, and you charmed everyone. You spoke some Italian because you repeat everything. When Rita would greet you in the morning with ciao bello, you'd repeat it back to her, ciao bello, and she laughed. You ate lots of pasta and were happy as a clam about that. You swam in the sea like a fish. On the first day, I decided to go for it and try you in the big sea right off with just armbands. You kicked and swam and smiled even though you were yelling, help me, the whole time. <laughs> you were so silly. Even for the next few days, as you swam and loved it, you'd yell, help me, or I don't want it. <laughs> one funny thing was, one day when we had ice cream for dessert at lunchtime, you made quite a spectacle of yourself. You had a cone of chocolate ice cream, which began to melt and drip almost immediately. So, in your mind, the logical thing was to wipe off your hand, and you wiped it on your bare belly. And you continued to do so until, by the time anyone noticed, you were practically wearing a chocolate shirt. Phil was dying laughing, and I warned him that he certainly had some of this in store for him, though Isabel seems sweet as pie now. She's adorable, and you love to be with her. Phil was a little nervous at first that you would harm her with your attentions, and Isabel did get upset at first because she doesn't have any siblings, and she doesn't understand this. But she soon grew accustomed to you and loved to look at you when you came near her. Your latest favorite books are Dr. Seuss. You love the Sneetches, and you want it every night, howling for belly stars. You also love wild things still, and I love to read to you because you pay very close attention. And one more from November of that same year. At your last checkup, you were 37 and three quarter inches tall and weighed 35 pounds. What a big boy. We were just down in Charlotte for Thanksgiving and you charmed all the Southern contingent. A couple of funny moments. Bega handed you a copy of the New Testament that your daddy had had when he was a little boy. She explained all that as she handed it to you, and you accepted it with great reverence. Then you started to flip through the pages and very soon pronounced, I can't read this. There are no pictures. And we all busted out laughing. Then we took you and Savannah to see Santa, and you showed him your sweet, polite self. He first asked Savannah what she wanted for Christmas, and she ran down quite a list. When he finally turned to you, he asked, And what would you like for Christmas, Dakota? And you simply replied, Oh, thank you. You are so sweet. Everyone is amazed at your good manners at the tender age of two and a half. You always say thank you and please. And when you want to get up from the table, you say, Can I excuse you? And when you hit me, mostly by accident, you say, Oh, I'm sorry, Mom. You are so very dear. Please don't change, my darling son. So that was just a little from the point of view of complete momdom. And uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope it brings back memories of your own children, perhaps if you are someone who has children, or children that you love in any way. There's an interesting chemistry that happens between a person and a child that is 
their own blood, you know, the child of someone who's close to them. I don't know. You could be a person who says, I don't like kids. Savannah says, I don't like little kids. I don't want to be with little kids. And I said, you know what? If your brother ever had a baby, it would be very different for you. And she actually paused and considered that and was like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Aww, children are wonderful. And they teach me new things all the time. And I look forward to meeting some more and being a teacher again someday in some way. Because it's a wonderful thing. All right. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.